0: Hi, this is Dennis LaRue, your hashtag required quote of the week, and you are listening to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 with Melanie Aik.
1: This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Aik. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that he's practicing and learning every day that is allowing him to achieve a life of success. Dennis LaRue, creator and host of Steel Toes Required, is my guest today. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, show 7 of 2019, starts now. Welcome to the program Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, Dennis LaRue on the program.
0: Melanie, it's so good to be
1: here. My goodness. We're just going to have a lot of fun today, aren't we, my friend? Man, I tell you, I, you know, our connection is kind of a spiritual bond. We are John Maxwell team members, and so many things that we do to support each other, to learn from each other, to grow from each other, and and we're just kind of on the same journey. And I love what you're doing. You're inspiring the world with your passion. And I wanted to bring you on this show because we have talked about so many things that we have in common. And I think they message to we can really help people. People that listen to this are going to be like, whoa, energy level. Let's let me come down. (laughs) So I would recommend before they listen to this, they got to grab a strong cup of coffee (laughs) and and really just sit down with a book and a pencil and a journal and really think into what we're going to teach them today. So, thank you for bringing so much value to my life and coming on the show.
0: Oh, Melanie, thank you so much. And, and the feeling is definitely mutual. You bring so much value to my life. We have many calls and, and... You know, messaging back together, helping one another out, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I got my books, I got my pen, and I got my paper and journal with me, and my strong cup of coffee. For so you decaf drinkers, you better just strap in. We're going to have a lot of fun on this on this uh, journey today.
1: We are. So I want to talk to you about the things that you've done. So you're in um, in San Antonio, Texas right now, living, and I'm in Indianapolis, and and so what we have done to connect is more on this social media platform. You know, being on Facebook, doing Facebook Lives, following our passion to say, hey, we want to develop a theme, a message to connect to the world. And you do a spot every Sunday night called Steel Toes Required. And I want you to first talk about, you know, that name. What made you be connected to that name? And what do you message on your Sunday night Facebook Lives?
0: Oh, Melanie. You know, um, first off, I'm I am retired Air Force. I spent 23 years in the Air Force, retiring in 2015. And one of the things that we had to wear the majority of my career was steel-toe boots. And every time, once I got onto social media back when when I started getting into it around 2007, 2008, because of my kids, I have three kids, they're all grown, but that's when they were in their teenage years, and so. I, I would see people posting memes and quotes and things, and you know and, and I would be in a speaker. I, we were always told with speakers uh, with certain speakers when they s- would say something that would uh, was going to offend you or it was going to um, challenge your thinking. They would say, "I'm about to step on your toes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I so I said, okay, when I started, sharing things or responding to things. I just started the hashtag steel toes required. In other words, pay attention. This is going to poke you, prod you. It's going to get you thinking. It might upset you a little bit, but it's going to challenge you because as you and I both know, when we're uncomfortable, that's when we're, that's when we're ready to grow to the next level. That's when we're ready to be stretched. And I got the idea. I love quotes. I've got quotes all over the place. I've got I've got, you know, hundreds of quotes all over, books highlighted with quotes. I memorize quotes. I've got movie quotes, sports quotes. Just I've, I'm my kids say that, Dad, you're so full of useless information sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but those are the things that they remember, too, right? Those are the things that your kids laugh about when you're sitting down at a table together and think, yeah, that's a dadism, right?
0: <laughs> that's exactly it. And so I took these quotes that motivated and inspired me and some of the lessons that I learned from these quotes and decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to do a Facebook live. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to do a Facebook live. I'm going to take a quote that's impacted my life, share some nuggets that I learned from it and, and just see what happens. See if it adds value to people see if it, it impacts people. And also because it's facebook live and because it's social media interact with those people that respond and see you know let's just have some fun and add value and and go from there and now here we are this week this sunday will be week 71 one. are doing it for 71 straight weeks now
1: wow good for you what was the first week like
0: you know what the first week was um it was it was fun. It was long. I remember it being really long. I've gotten to where I try to keep them around ten, you know, no more than ten minutes, just because everybody is, you know, Facebook and, and social media are now bombarded with so many people. I want to value their time. But the first one I did, I think it was probably twenty or thirty minutes. It was more of a uh, of a full teaching. And if I'm not mistaken, I got the quote right here from John Maxwell. It's it's still my favorite quote of his. I don't know why it it blows me away. But I also shared this quote at my retirement ceremony out of the air force mm-hmm. to the to the people that attended. And it's from the fifteen laws of growth. You'll recognize it right away, my friend. <laughs> I love you and I that know. Book. We we both <laughs> we bleed this book. This mm-hmm. is the John Maxwell book. If you would cut us, we would bleed it. And it, it's in the it's in the law of contribution. He says, If you're not doing something with your life, it doesn't matter how long it is.
1: Oh gosh. Isn't that true?
0: Isn't that true? That is, you know, if you're not doing something with your life, it doesn't matter how long it is. Why are you worried about how long you're going to live if you're not living life, living the life you have now?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And that was the first, that was the first quote I did because that's the quote that really impacted me at the time. And I've just been picking quotes, everything from quotes from books and movies to something I learned from a kid in the neighborhood growing up when we were playing football that that has just translated over um, into lessons that I've learned. And uh, I even take song lyrics every now and then from 80s music, from me growing up, just rethinking about those lyrics. I'm like, wow that really applies to this and then Mm -hmm. just share some lessons I'm learning from that. Mm -hmm. And and it's just a lot of fun. I do it to add value and it's also fun. I enjoy doing it.
1: It is a lot of fun in Facebook live. If people haven't experienced that journey yet, you know, the scary part of it is you really have to be intentional. And like you said, starting off having, you know, shows that, that, or, or um, engagements that might last 20 or 30 minutes. What you've learned is, you know, what Roddy Galbraith teaches us, right? Is the content, if you can do it faster, more intent, deliver your message, what is it that you wanna say? How can you connect with your audience? You know, we learn that, but we learn it by doing, right? We can't just just say, oh, I'm gonna rewrite this script and then I'm gonna practice it. It's so authentic. Like Facebook Live is such an authentic space because you get on this platform. And you can't see anybody else, but you can see people pop up, right? And you can kind of connect to who's following you or, or maybe they might mention something that you're thinking about and, and it helps you go into a, maybe a different direction or it emphasizes what you're teaching. But it is all about messaging, right? Because I watch you and I watch how you've changed over the last 71 episodes. And it's really amazing because you don't really notice it yourself, but you feel it. Right when you say now I do it for ten minutes and here's why, but I was watching a celebrity the other day, on one of those you know opening a box of, of I forget what it is, but they you know they open a box and it's it's one of these like gifts that they they say oh I'm gonna order this box and then I'm gonna open it and see all these little presents in here that they send me and it may be clothes or it may be lotions or whatever, and I thought
2: mm-hmm.
1: this person didn't have any coaching for speaking maybe they're an actor but really kind of unprofessional in the message. You know, it was kind of like, and I think some of that the reality TV of being real fun, you know, when you get online and just kind of, you know, have people into your own life. But what we're doing is so intentional and it's so much about helping people grow into something they want to become. It's tapping into their emotion, their journey, to say, if you have experienced this, right, connect to this, mm-hmm. let me help and share exactly. what I've learned.
0: Exactly. And, and, and that's what it's all about. It's about pouring into others and giving to others. And I love how you brought up the authenticity. The thought that crossed my mind as you were talking about that was you can be authentic and still be professional. There's some levels of authenticity that actually turn people off Mm -hmm. as you just described. So you can be authentic, but that doesn't mean that you just, you know, it's no holds barred. Mm -hmm. It's authentic. Holding your image as Paul Martinelli tells us, hold your image, be authentic and be professional, communicate your message. But the, the whole intent behind all of this, and you brought it out is it's considering others it's adding value to others it's pouring into others it's putting yourself in their shoes and say if if i were in their shoes and this and i and i needed something from this message and i needed it quick and on the go what would it be mm-hmm. what's that one takeaway that they need to take away or one action step that would would maximize the impact or the effect the effectiveness of the message when they apply it what are those things? And those, and you do this, Melanie. We're both doing this. We do this almost si- simultaneously, running through our minds and in our heads as we're speaking. We, you know, we've we've laid out a, a skeleton or a map or an idea of where we want to go, but in those moments, we get that intuitive idea or thought as all of these thoughts are running through us. We're considering everybody as we're 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 doing podcasts and the Facebook Live, and then we make those shifts and adjustments because instinctively we know that's the direction we need to go. And that's the the art and the beauty of, of what we do and how we've been gifted to impact the audience that has been placed before us.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love how you've just touched on that because, you know, <laughs> it's all about our belief, right? When we we get to a point where we mm-hmm. believe in who we are, what we're doing, why we're doing it, then we can connect to our journey and our audience and our and our tribe, really. It's about the people that we can help and inspire and take with us on that journey.
0: Oh, that's so good. The, the belief is so important. And you know, uh, you know, personally for me, it's taken a long time for me to build that belief. There, if there's been one area that I've wrestled with for a long time is belief in myself, belief in my abilities and talents and strengths and not having to go to somebody else to constantly um, believe in me for me. That's probably been the greatest growth for me. And well, even towards my retirement, even retiring from the Air Force right around that time. So in the last five years, the greatest growth for me has been that growth in my self-belief, my my self-awareness and Pursuing and letting that belief fuel my faith to to pursue what I'm doing today.
1: So, so, so I'm going to stop you. You talk about faith. And so, when Mm -hmm. I think about, when I close my eyes and think of Dennis LaRue (laughs) and being in, you know, in a protected, I'd say a protected military environment, right? You know, you're going to have Mm -hmm. a pension. You know, you're going to have all these things. If you do these steps, right, you're going to be rewarded by these extra things at the end you worked hard you've dedicated your life you've you know you've committed to going through the process for so many years and now you have this reward of retirement and so you know that there's part of that security right because you planned for it mm-hmm. and and so stepping into now the unknown right what does the unknown look like but that's where you have just talked to us about you found yourself, you found your path, you found your belief, you found your ability to have that confidence now because you didn't have this security. I think that's really interesting.
0: Mm, that's really good. And, you know, even even now, even even today, you know, growing a business, so, uh, those listeners out there that are, are you know, business owners, that are coaches and speakers and trainers, you know, um, you go through those moments of, of, of doubt and those moments of, wow, is this feast or famine, and I mean, you're just, you, you've got, you know, Jiminy Crickets on one shoulder, your conscience being your guide and, and telling you all of these things, but you know, sometimes Jiminy tells you things that you don't want to hear, want to believe, and sometimes actually impact that faith that that attacks that faith and that belief because you get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And when you're uncomfortable for for so long, you're thinking, Wow, this isn't good. I mean, I played sports. Melanie, you've talked you've talked about hockey and you know what it's like. You know the difference between a pulled muscle and a sore muscle. <laughs> yeah. But, but but our minds and emotions tell us they're both the same. They're uncomfortable and painful, and I'm not going to do anything today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's the same thing when we're growing our business, when we're growing ourselves and doing things uncomfortable. There's times where our minds get so uncomfortable that it's like, wait a minute, I need to pull back and get comfortable. Mm-hmm. I need to get back to what made me feel comfortable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's where, you know, being a business owner and, and that belief sometimes... That's where where I've got to get recentered. And when I do pull back, that's when I go into reflection mode
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and and sit back. Remember, okay, what's your why? What's your purpose? You know, you tap into those tap into those energy sources that fuel that faith, that, that fuel that belief. You know, reach out to those people. Sometimes you do need to reach out to that inner circle of people. And Melanie, I consider you one of those in my life. I'll I'll, I'll shoot you a message every so often to to, to say, hey, I, I, I'm thinking about this, or hey, I'd like your feedback on something. And you're always there. And during those times, that's when I'm. Also, feeding my faith, feeding my belief, and also a reminder: you're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You just need uh, you need that that guide on the sideline with you for a second. to Say, hey, the course is still that way. Keep keep moving that direction.
1: Mm-hmm. But you know what's really great is we haven't known each other that long, and so what I what I think is important about this is you find different people on your journey that connect to you. You know, we talk about seasons and reasons and and beliefs, but you know, had we had not connected in this way through John Maxwell or through social media, you know, having mm-hmm. having the ability to reach out and just say, hey, I think we are on the same journey and, and, and having that kind of tribe of mentors for each other to say, you know, I just want to bounce some ideas off. We may not be right. We may not be wrong. But but, you know, having that safe zone of people that are kind of in the same group right to say I- I'm experiencing this like whether it's going to a coffee shop and getting w- together with a group of people that you may not know everything about them like I I, I wasn't mm-hmm. in the military I don't live in Texas I wasn't raised in Pennsylvania I didn't play baseball <laughs> like you know, I didn't do the things that you did if you line things up and say would this person match with what I'm what I am but it's about the belief right and so when you're on that same mindset of helping people determine kind of what what their next step in the journey is. Um, that's the supportive, mentoring, modeling, you know, community that people need to be able to find. and And so if they haven't experienced something before, it's figuring out how to take that first step to get into that right circle, to get into that right level of influence, right? To be able to then, you know, give them support, give them energy, give them confidence that this is the right step to take for them.
0: That's exactly right. That's so good. The next step of the journey and, and finding that first step, oh, how many people do do we come across on a, on a I would even say a daily basis who are just, they're stuck. They're, they're, they are just flat out stuck. And it's not because they're not working hard. They're spinning their wheels. They're spinning them, spinning them, spinning them. You know what? All they need is just a little bit of rock salt. That's all I need. They just need that little bit of friction. They just need the little bit of friction. I love that. And I'm bringing my Pennsylvania roots back in. They just need that little bit of rock salt to create that, that friction to get out of the ditch and most of the time it's it's not that difficult and i would even say they know what it is they just need that they they lack that belief and confidence to take that step they just need that person that they know that they trust that they value to say yeah that's a great first step Mm -hmm. i i I support you in it what do you need me to do to to help you with that i mean just last night a, a. I was messaging a, a friend on social media here in, in San Antonio and um, he, he we were going back and forth for a little bit. He was stuck. He said, man, you know, I'm just, I'm stuck. I'm I'm struggling with analysis and paralysis. And so, you know, just asked him a simple question. So how can I help you? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Mm-hmm. You know what? I need accountability. Okay. Accountability and what? And he shared what he needed accountability. I said, okay, I'm going to send you a message in the morning. And I expect to see this done. He said, okay. Mm. It, it, it's, it, that's, that's all you need is that little bit of friction. Sometimes it's that, that easy. Egg, yeah, so.
1: sometimes it's that easy. And, and what I would say uh, to people that are listening to this podcast, you know, sometimes the people in your life today may be the cause of you being stuck. Right? Mm, that's so, good. Some people believe that their family, friends, social network, co-workers are the people that they trust, but those aren't the people that are going to help them get out of being unstuck, being paralyzed, because it's safe. And you've talked about this, being safe versus stretching mm-hmm. yourself. And so that's why I believe social media is so critical today, because You can get on for a couple seconds. They can listen to you for 10 minutes. They can get on Sunday nights and say, Dennis LaRue, I'm going to listen to him. He's got something that's powerful. And as coaches, right, we connect to people through our messaging, not just we're your friends, you can trust us. It's do you need Mm -hmm. someone to help you through this part of your journey? Because this is what I'm really great at. I can help you through this step because this is what I've learned, right? John Maxwell teaches us 10,000 hours of anything. You become the expert. (laughs) And so (laughs) when you learn your story, you are the expert in that space. And so that's what I, I love about this social media environment and platform is because you can communicate what your message is.
0: And everybody has a story. And that's one of the, that's one of the messages people are struggling with. They're struggling with finding what their story is and really, or not finding what their story is, but also thinking that their story is impactful, Mm -hmm. that what, what's, what they've been through in their lives or not been through in their lives or where they've worked or what their careers are, they just see themselves as ordinary but each one of us is unique. We're uniquely designed. We've been through unique experiences and have unique perspectives. If we've been through the same experience as somebody else and we have a story, it's just a matter of when are you going to tell your story? Mm-hmm. There are people waiting to hear your story.
1: Mm, you know, Rashida Jordain, I remember on a call for John Maxwell to you, and she said that one line that you just said. People are waiting to hear your story. And it made me kind of pivot and think, I guess I do have something to talk about. I guess I do have this inner passion that I want to be able to help people connect to make themselves and their lives better because people are afraid. You know, they they don't realize a lot of people. They don't realize that what they've gone through, that somebody else has experienced this and not to be embarrassed and give themselves permission to talk about those steps in their life that made them think differently about people around them or about themselves. That is so simple. It's kind of the secret. You know, the book, The Secret, came out several years ago. And, of <laughs> course, it's a great title because everybody wanted to know, what's the secret? <laughs> it's not the billboard. Mm-hmm. It's not anything else. It's about the belief in your transitions through your life of what gave you the confidence to overcome that. That's what this show is all about, overcoming obstacles. How do we do that? How do we coach people? How do how do we simplify it to where it's not so scary? And that people can take that one step to change their life.
0: Uh, That's fantastic, and and you and I are on the same page on this. It's most people think, well, if I got to tell my story, I got to be a public speaker, or I need to be, I need to be a podcaster or, or Facebook Lives, or you know what? You can tell your story through writing. You can tell your story just by answering somebody's question. You can tell your story by giving insight in what you've and what you've gone through. What what I've discovered in my life over and over and over again through my military career and everything else. Every time I've gone through something, there is somebody else literally right behind me who is about to go through the same thing. Mm-hmm maybe in a different way maybe from different circumstances but the principles will be the same and so i always after going through something it's like kind of crossing the finish line in a race i turn around to say okay i've crossed the finish line now who's coming up behind me (laughs) and how, how, how can i help them get to the finish line i just experienced a lot of things in this race Now, how can I take what I just experienced and help somebody else get to the finish line, whether Mm -hmm. it's the next race or going back and running alongside of them to cross this race, Mm -hmm. to share maybe that, you know, hey, when you come up here and make a right turn, there's a pothole here. Mm -hmm. You don't cut the corner sharp if you're trying to save time. You know, little, little things like that from a running standpoint. Now, in life, you know what? Hey, I went through this. Here are some hazards I've discovered in, in relationships. Here's some hazards I discovered in the impact this had on me going forward. If I had to go through this again, here's a couple of things I would have done differently. I wouldn't change the results, but here's some things I would have done differently to get a better result. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of our story. It it's not us, you know, creating, you know, um, we're not all john maxwells we're not all on platforms across the world speaking to you know tens and twenties and thirties and 50,000 people in a stadium but your story can impact one person and if your story your story will impact at least one person then it's worth telling
1: that's right because that
0: and it needs to be told
1: well and and that gives you confidence as you help one person right as you reach out and you and you authentically say this is not about me, this is about helping them, and you connect to that person mm-hmm. and you help them through whatever that is, right? You're the mentor for them to be able to help them. You don't have to write a book about it. You don't have to write a blog about it. You don't have to get on Facebook Live and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But, but what it does, it is it helps you believe in yourself that you have the power to impact people, that, that your story has the power to be able to make a positive influence. And and that is what leadership is about, having positive influences and, and building that confidence so that you begin to change mm-hmm. your beliefs about yourself, which in turn creates your character. And then people begin to see what your character is. And then it changes the way that you see the world. <laughs> and, and it's such a simple process. But people that are struggling, people that have not, you know, been able to kind of look outside of their own world for whatever reason, right? There's a lot of noise. I talked about this on my belief hackers interview. There's so much noise in the world. We've got to turn the noise off. You've got to stay focused to your own values. And, and that may be finding different people in your circle and uh, your tribe to help you get to that next step. Uh, and that's that's why you and I have connected, because we shut the noise out and we know that the important people that we value that can help us stay in, in this value circle um, are people that we really need to be connected to all the time.
0: All the time. And by the way, you're, that belief hacker, I, I i was I was listening to that and watching that. I've been on <laughs> that. I've been on there with them as well. Fantastic. Melanie, you did a I was, I was locked. In, I was locked in and <laughs> Thanks. You know, I, I I told every, I, I send a little message to Bill and Donna afterwards and said, Hey, if you guys ever do a best of that's a top five. right there.
1: <laughs> Thanks. It was fun. It was You're,
0: fun. Oh, it was. It was great. Yeah. You know, as I'm, as I'm thinking through what you said about the little things, you know, I was in my air force career, my job, if, you know, we call it our AFSC, our Air Force Specialty Code. Army and, and those of you out there that are, are you call them MOSs. It's your specialty. It, you know, when, when you're not an airman or a Marine or you're a Marine all the time, a, a soldier, a sailor, you've got a specific job that you do every day. And my job for the 15 years of my career was, it was called manpower. Translation, I was a consultant. I was a middleman between commanders in the field. To commanders at headquarters, Air Force, and helping commanders in the field who who complained about two things: they either didn't have enough money or enough people to do their mission. And my job was to go in and be a consultant for them to mm-hmm. see is it true, and if it is, is this happening across the Air Force in that specific specialty? And if it is, then I'm I'm their advocate back to Air Force. But most of the time, it wasn't necessarily true. It was just they needed minor tweaks to the fundamentals of what they were doing and they were absorbing, you know, they were we talk about the noise. They were listening to the noise and they were doing things that were not in their specialty to be doing. They were adding on workload, just little things, but those little things were taking away from the core elements of their mission. Mm-hmm. It's and it goes back to and my point is this complex problems Always boil back down to fundamentals misapplied or misaligned. Mm. Always, mm.
1: so true. And you know that is so easy, but if we don't reflect, <laughs> here we're going back to the fifteen <laughs> laws. <laughs> but you know that is so true. If you look at any situation in your environment today, whether it's family, coworkers, school, you know, it, whatever environment that is, and you think about people that are struggling. It's typically because they have gotten unfocused. There's something that's derailed them. There's some, um, you know, one action in their life that's changed and that's influencing the the panic or the ability to kind of process, right, what is true, what is true in this moment. And And so... You know That's why I love the 15 invaluable laws of growth. It takes you through so many things, 15 topics, that when we implement those into our life, we can really get a handle and control and have the confidence to say, whatever comes at me, if I'm just consistent, if I'm just aware, if I'm just stretching myself, if I'm just changing my environment, if I can just design this, and maintain focus, those typical themes are allow you to to have this shield of armor around you all the time, right so that you're protected and you go, "I can deal with that and, and once you've been conditioned, right you learned that in the military, being conditioned to prepare for whatever it is that's going to come up that's a battle. Right. You get trained. You go through boot camp. You learned you have to go through a beginning process and build a foundation so that you can protect and wear these steel toes. Right. To knock things out of your mm-hmm.
0: way. That's right. That's right. And going through boot camp, you have to unlearn what you have learned so you can be so you can be brought up through and conditioned into the military system and build that team environment, build that consistency, that muscle memory, understanding the mission, understanding the vision, understanding the strategy, and also understanding what your specific role in that is. And these are the things you need to do every, every day. If, if, you know, if there's one, I've taken away so much from my military career, um, and apply it to my life. The biggest thing that that happens to most military members when they retire is because they've they've lost that structure that they've had for so long, or they are so excited about being out of that structure for, after being in it so long. They. They let themselves go physically. They let themselves go in just about every other area, and they start losing that discipline and that focus, that awareness, the consistency. They get into different environments, and then they and then they start to wonder, "Wow, what what happened?" Well, you know, I see it the most when it comes to the physical fitness side of it when for for military retirees they're like hey i don't want to get up at five o'clock morning and have to work out every day anymore and so i'm not going to do that and it's okay to do that and take a rest and give your body that break but usually what happens is is instead of taking a break we put it on permanent vacation mm-hmm. and then we become heartbroken we never get back to it but it, it it's the same thing in in anybody else's environment it's when I think of reflection and and resting, there's there's times when you have to rest. You, I mean, I'm a person of faith. Even God rested. He even told us take a break, take a rest. <laughs> and most of us won't do that. And so we're like a Lamborghini that is running, you know, top notch all the time, and you don't give it enough time just to either cool down. Or tweak the engine, change the oil, and then what you have is a really gorgeous, beautiful front yard ornament. And that's what happens to us when we, when we don't do those fundamentals, mm-hmm. when we don't take that rest, that reflection, and go back and say, okay, where do I need to tweak? What are what are, what's going well? What's not going well? Where did I get off base? And then what's that one little small shift I need to? to make to get that momentum back again and it's okay to stop it, it, it's okay to stop if you're if, if you're recharging changing lane, shifting but it's not okay to quit I read that recently and that just blew me away it's okay to stop because you can get your momentum back but when you quit there's no momentum mm-hmm. you're, you're done, you're, the race is over mm-hmm. and so for those listening I encourage you, find those moments where you need to stop because it's okay to stop. Just don't quit. Ugh. Whatever it is you're doing, don't quit. Powerful. Just stop. Don't quit.
1: Mm-hmm. Just stop. Stop and reflect, right? Stop and reflect. And yes. if you need to pivot, that's where you need to engage and pivot and, and maybe have a little di- different energy around it. But, but don't stop, right? And get the right people in your environment that can push you to greater levels, you know. One of the things, and I know we're running out of time here, but but my gosh, there's so much stuff we can talk about for hours. Mm. But but you know, part <laughs> of this is if you don't feel like you have the right people in your life, get on Facebook. <laughs> get on Facebook. Get connected to people that are messaging out here that are here to encourage and inspire. Everybody's doing it, and so don't be afraid don't be afraid to make a new connection. Don't be afraid to find a coach that can help you keep accountable. Like you said in the beginning, I love that. You know, what do you need? That's what coaches do. That's what your, your real people that want to see you succeed in life. They're going to keep you accountable to say, what is it that you want to do? Where's your goal? How are you going to get there? And, and just having that other person connect to you verbally and with that bond that, you know, that's the responsibility right and then it becomes kind of a goal i mean eric reed i love him he connected to me through we're going to do a a 15 laws um mastermind when i left the john maxwell imc and and he said hey can i can i come to your group and i said well gosh you've learned a lot more than i have please come help us and learn and and teach right Mm -hmm. and so he created this 100 days facebook live challenge for himself and i thought wow, that's really cool. And I started to really deeply connect to him so many ways. And and then it inspired me to kind of do some do a theme, right? As I turned 50, let's do 50 and 50. Mm-hmm. And so it's people that you may not know, they've come into your life and they're gonna inspire you to think about things on your own journey that can really propel you into the next phase. And so you, you, you can't be afraid to have people Come in, keep you accountable, and have you be curious about, you know, what it, what it is you're experiencing. And, and so much greatness can come from that um, and reducing that fear, <laughs> right? When you start to see that why, like you talked about, then it, everything starts to fall into place. Everything.
0: Everything. That's so good. Yeah. Eric, I love Eric. He is. He's fantastic. And and he challenges me too. I I love watching the things that he's doing and then what you're doing and what I'm doing and just getting out there and what it's when it comes to that idea of of environment that what we're not saying, I, I think what people need to understand is this, there's probably somebody out there saying, well, what are, you know what if that person's a family member that is you know just that 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 negative eor in my life? you know love them where they're at, meet them where they're at, but don't stay where they're at. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean cut them off and take them out of the will or anything like that, but you have control on the, the time that you spend with those individuals. Mm-hmm. time with those family members. You can also, the best example you can set, the best thing you can do for them is set the example of who you are and who you want to be, and either they'll follow you and they're going to want what you have, or they're going to naturally fall back because they don't want to go where you want to go. and. And that's okay. Exactly. Love them where they're at.
1: That's okay. And, and love, love them where they're at. Exactly. That's a great message for this. Love people where they're at. Don't have expectations. And I think I talked about this a couple of, of shows ago with somebody. But um, talk. You know, just real. I want to hear hit on this because it's so important. But sometimes your people that have been in your life up to this point, if you're feeling like there is a struggle, there's a disconnect. There's something in your soul that you're trying to reach into and you're stuck and you're stuck and you're stuck and you're stuck and you're like oh why can't these people that have been in my life give me access to the things that I need and and it's because those people are are on your journey to keep you secure to keep you safe to keep you protected but if there's something in your soul that's saying go do more you've got to connect you've got to go try this you know don't have the fear right? Reduce that, reduce that fear, remove that fear by understanding that some people just are not equipped to be able to help you where God has already given you a path. It's already been laid out for you, but you've got to step into it. You've got to step into and up to the challenge to say, what is that out there that's waiting for me? And, and the people in your life today may not They just may not be able to to equip you for that journey. They have this far, but you've got to reach out and connect to those next group of people that are going to influence, inspire, help you get to that, you know, take that step and, and figure out what it is that you are created for. Because we're all created for greatness.
0: That's right. And uh, I'm a runner and I've run a couple of marathons and I follow racing. And what you just described was there's, there's the lead pack. These are the ones that are pushing the pace to see who's going to win the race. There's a gap between them. And then there's the chase pack. And a lot of people are afraid to leave the, the gap between the two is called no man's land Mm -hmm. because a lot of times you're by yourself and in order to catch the lead pack and win the race you've got to leave the chase pack and there's many people that stay in the chase pack cuz they're comfortable they've got a group they're cutting the wind and all the elements and the hard stuff but in order to win the race you've got to leave the chase pack brave no man's land hopefully take somebody with you to make the journey a little bit better and get into that lead pack so you can win your race
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i love that close the gap take the journey Uh, challenge yourself right Dennis 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 Leroux on the street steel toes required Sunday nights I appreciate you so much in my life I thank you for coming on everyday leaders for being an everyday leader and giving people inspiration to lead their lives with success I really thank you so much for coming on the program today
0: Oh, Melly, thank you for having me on the program. I am absolutely humbled and honored that, that you reached out to me to, to be on this program. I love it. I love the people you bring on it. I love what you're doing and you living this out, this example for everybody else. I mean, you inspire and motivate me all the time. And so I'm always watching you, my friend, and I'm always learning and growing from you. Thank you for this privilege and opportunity.
1: Absolutely. Well, I will... Um... I wish you the best, Dennis, in 2019, and I'm so glad that we have met at the IMC. I'm hoping to see you soon again at one of these next events, and maybe I'll get down to San Antonio and we can have coffee together in our uh, Starbucks mugs that we collect, <laughs> which would be great, too.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. I would love that. We definitely need to do that.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you. Have a great 2019, and thank you again for being on the program, Dennis
0: oh my pleasure, you make this 2019 the best year yet.